Sketch number two of Modern Monologues by Marjorie Benton Cook. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Stage directions and roles of Mrs. Anstrom and Winston Catt, read by Linda Olson Fytak, Los Angeles. A Modern Becky Sharp. Scene My Lady's Boudoir. Discovered. My lady stretched on a couch. She speaks. Oh, I'm tired and sleepy and cross. Tired and sleepy and cross. Tonight, my night, the night I've worked for and slaved for and lied for. And now I'm tired and sleepy and cross. That's the way. You want a thing with all your might and main, you work for it and get it, and then you wonder why you wanted it. Here I am tonight, on a pinnacle of accomplishment, and the hateful little fiend in my head saying, Why, in the name of all that's silly, have you spent two whole years trying to get an invitation to one of Mrs. Jarvin's dinners? You know why, little fiend. You know why. Mrs. Jarvin is our social St. Peter. She jangles her keys in the ears of the great unworthy, and her nod, her nod admits you to the innermost shrine. I've an insatiable curiosity about shrines myself, and St. Peter has nodded. Well, I've worked for it. Like the little corporal, I've climbed up over the dead bodies of all the friends God ever gave me, and God wasn't very generous to me. Not very. Oh, I suppose that little Winston cat will be there. I haven't forgotten our last conversation about the Jarvin's dinners. She had her first card and came to gloat. Of course, Mrs. Anstrom, you're going to the Jarvin's dinner. I? Oh, no. I understand this is her annual dinner to the bourgeoisie. You're going, of course. My dear, said the Winston cat, you'd sell your dirty little soul to go. And I would have. I would have. It's the only time I ever knew her to blunder upon the truth. I must be careful with the women. Not too grateful to the Jarvin herself, I must cultivate that little male annex of hers and make myself irresistible to her ugly daughter. I'll snub the Winston royally. I may allow Mrs. Lambert to ask me to call. We'll see. I must be seen for at least five minutes with Mrs. George Alexander, and then, and then for the men, and diplomacy out of the window. A pair of eyes and wit for the men, and hang your ancestors. <sighs> I must be calm, cool, and collected. I must remember that I'm not wedded to luck. Lord, no, I'm wedded to Jack Anstrom. May something happen to stop his stupid old mouth. Looks at her watch and turns quickly to touch a bell. Marie, why aren't you here to dress me? Marie, 
Why do you keep me waiting? Don't you know that I dine at the Jarvins tonight? What? Toothache? What do you mean by having a toothache tonight? Why don't you have your teeth pulled? Where's my gown, Marie? Toothache or none, you should have had it here. Hasn't come. It's fate, fate against me. Well, it isn't the first time I've gone up against fate. Get a cab and go for it, Marie. No, have Annette call up Madame on the phone. Tell her I give her 15 minutes in which to get that gown here. Hurry up! This is absurd. I'm getting all excited. Well, did you tell her? Oh, what a face. Why didn't you go to the dentist this afternoon? No time. You have all the time there is. Money? Well, what do you do with all the money I give you, Marie? Is it... Is it really as long as that? Well, I see I must get you a check from somewhere, Marie. You're a very good maid, Marie, the best I ever had, and very patient. I appreciate it. I hope you'll get your reward sometime, Marie. In heaven, perhaps. And now do your best by me, Marie. I want to make a great sensation tonight. I want every woman in the room to envy me my maid. No pilot up high in puffs and rolls, such as only you can accomplish. Take care, you're pulling. No, it doesn't need curling. It's curly enough. I don't want it to look like the Winstons. She always looks to me as if she's dressed in her sleep, and then her husband bustled in and hastily did her hair. Loosen that. No, higher. Higher there. Dear me, I never was so red in my life. When you're young and get excited, you're very, very pink. When when you're middle-aged and excited, you get very red, and after that you get very purple. I wonder how many more years of the red stage I'm good for. Marie, you lie so delightfully that one is tempted to believe you. More hairpins? Through? Takes hand glass and inspects herself. Oh, Marie, I don't like it at all. What is the matter with it? Have you toothache in your fingertips? Oh, now, don't cry about it. Go away, Marie, go to bed. Or the dentist or somewhere out of my sight. No, I don't want anyone to help me. I'll dress myself. Watches Marie depart. Teeth. What are we coming to when our very servants have teeth? Shall I take that hair down or let it be? turns at the entrance of a woman. Oh, you've come at last, have you? I thought perhaps Madame expected me to call for the gown on my way to dinner. Get it out at once, please. I'm in a great hurry. What's the matter, Madame Mertens, that she sends out a gown ten minutes before it's to be worn? Sickness in the workroom? Nonsense. That's no excuse. Gets into skirt and struggles to get bound to meet. Well, whom did you make this band for? Certainly not for me. It's good three inches too small. Let it out, let it out. I can't breathe in the thing. Now, what are you going to do? Well, you've got to do something. Let it out, rip it, pin it, but do something. Ah, <gasps> oh, well, that's better. It isn't particularly comfortable yet, but I can breathe occasionally. Get me into the rest of the creation. 
I know I oughtn't to wear this colour tonight. With this red face and all this sparkle, I looked like a bird of paradise. What do you think? No, of course you wouldn't know. Touch that pill, please. Now where does this go? Indicates shoulder strap. I don't like the thing. Oh, here you are. Marie, what do you think? Do I look like a Christmas tree with all the candles lit? Brilliant, you think? Well, assume a virtue, if you have it not. Hook this business, please. Go away now, Marie. You give me horrors. Who's that? No, don't come in, Jack. Stay where you are. Now I know it. I have a watch right here, and I know the exact time. Ouch! Take care, it's a pin! Jack, what have you done to yourself? You look exactly like a broiled lobster. No, 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 that's too tight. What strange misfortunes you do have with your dress shirts, dear. They always bulge in or bulge out. Why don't you sometimes strike a medium bulge? Now, don't tell me how I look. I know. To woman. Do you consider me into this thing? Tell Madame Merton that I think it's an abominable failure, and that I'll come and tell her so myself tomorrow. Throw this around me, dear. Take care. Take care, my dear man. You're not putting a blanket on a horse. Come along. As far as I'm concerned, I feel more like a cannibal feast than a dinner with St. Peter. Exit. End of sketch number two.